Okay, I hope you all are ready for more of our guy. Our skin folk. You know our guy in Louisville, Kentucky. The skunk at the garden party. None other than the AG skin folk. BET.com. Let's jump right on in, everybody. Brianna Taylor Case, Kentucky. Governor forces A.G. Daniel Cameron to release, quote, everything from grand jury. Multiple grand jurors have issued statements calling out Cameron as a liar, published two days ago, written by BET staff. Now that grand jurors are finally able to speak out about their decision-making process in the Brianna Taylor case, there are more questions surrounding Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron's handling of the incident, Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir has just released a statement demanding that Cameron stop holding back information and release everything from the grand jury. Touche, Governor Bashir. Quote, The current situation raises serious concerns as multiple grand jurors are now claiming Attorney General Cameron has not been truthful to the public about what occurred in the grand jury process. End quote. Governor Bashir said, Bashir said in a statement, according to CNN, quote, I trust Kentuckians with the truth, and the next step should be to release all information, evidence, grand jury conversations, Recorded or not, everything, close quote. The juror identified only as, quote, anonymous grand juror number one, said in an October 20th statement released by their attorney that they were not allowed to consider homicide charges. Quote, the grand jury was not presented any charges other than the three wanton endangerment charges against Detective Hankerson. The juror said, the statement continued, the grand jury did not have homicide charges explained to them the grand jury the grand jury never 
heard anything about those laws, self-defense or justification was never explained either. Questions were asked about additional charges and the grand jury was told there would be none because the prosecutors didn't feel they could make them stick. Close quote. A second grand juror also came out and backed up this claim. On September 23rd, the grand jury returned three counts of wanton endangerment in the first degree against former Officer Brett Hankinson for firing into another apartment. A $15,000 cash bond was also attached to the charges. The other two officers, Sergeant John Mattingly and Detective Miles Cosgrove, were not charged and remain on the police force. Hankinson was fired in July. After midnight on March 13th, Hankinson, Cosgrove, and Mattingly executed a no-knock warrant at Taylor's apartment, which she shared with Walker. Believing they were intruders, Walker fired his weapon one time into the floor, and gunfire from the officers ensued. The 26-year-old Taylor, Brianna Taylor, was struck six times and died. Cameron claimed the warrant was not a no-knock and the police announced themselves prior to entering the apartment. Additionally, Cameron fought not to have the gag order lifted, saying that while he doesn't mind anyone stating their opinion about how he handled the Taylor investigation, he maintains that it is the duty of the grand jury to meet and conduct their investigation in secret. Brianna Taylor's family is asking Daniel Cameron to recuse himself from the case. Good news. Oh, such good news. BET has been covering every angle of the police killings of George Floyd.
Breonna Taylor, Richard Brooks, and other social justice cases and the subsequent aftermath and protests. For our continuing coverage, click here and let's click over. Ben Crump to represent, oh good, good. Oh, thank God for Ben Crump to represent in Waukegan. The one that that was last night, and in case you missed it, VOX.com reported, I recorded it earlier in one of the segments during the NFL Seattle and Arizona football game. Uh, I recorded the latest on the young adults that were shot in uh, Waukegan, Illinois, one or two days ago. The young black man died. The young woman was shot in in the stomach and hospitalized. And the police officer was fired Friday. And Ben Crump is rep- to represent Waukegan. That's good. Let's see if we can find um, find more. Oh, there's a video on Breonna Taylor grand juror blast hearing process. From a couple of days ago. Let's see if we can get that to play without a bunch of ads, hopefully. Nah, it's a bunch of ads. Let's see if it's going to play. Play. says the same thing that we just read. Okay. It's showing pictures, but it's saying the same thing that we read or what we already know. just occurred to me after I read the firing of the police officer in Waukegan, Illinois. Somehow, the month that we've been reading and covering all these police shootings, it just recently dawned on me, and you probably heard this before, before how There's a saying in law enforcement that they would rather be 
buried. I mean, they would be rather be judged by 12 than buried by 6. In other words, they would rather be uh, judged by the jury than buried by the, the pallbearers carrying their caskets. I... Sure, we've all heard that many times, but now we're seeing it in a at a heightened level. It seems to me that there's a maybe unwritten or unspoken uh, code of silence that has uh, has decided we're just going to shoot first and ask questions later in every possible situation, every contact, even if there's no reason, even if there's no probable cause, if they don't do anything or not, if we see anybody, if we're having a bad day, um, I I could talk real ugly, but I'll stop. I'll just say, I could go as far as to say, if we see anybody of color and they have an, the officer has a, an itchy uh, finger or itchy toe, itchy nose, anything itchy or not, if they see a person of color, they're just going to shoot and pay it forward. That's what it looks like. Now, to any law enforcement officers that are out there doing the right thing, and they're, in my opinion, there are plenty of them. We salute you. We absolutely support you. We thank God for you. You mean the world to us. And we could not even contemplate a world without all the good, dedicated, committed, loyal law enforcement officers. We absolutely cherish your service and salute your service. But Uh, What does it take? How much more is the community supposed to just sit back? Well, they're not going to anymore. That's clear. Those days are gone. But what is it going to take to get the officers to stand up and put these other ones on blast for the whole world to see? Of course, We know that the officers that are doing the job to the best of their ability, they are absolutely doing everything they can to check what's going on. We get that. We get that. But it would make a difference if the officers would unite and come out publicly and put these people on blast and send them on their merry way. 
shame them in front of the world. Send them on their merry way. Don't give them a minute's peace, not a minute's rest. Don't give them any, anywhere to hide if they're not doing the job the correct way, if they're not serving the public in the correct way. Send them today. Send them out on the street. Send them to the unemployment line. Why should the citizens have to continue to pay their salary while millions of citizens are out of work, cannot provide for their own household? But yet and still, their taxes are paying for people that we know are not there to do the job. People that are there to murder. To murder George Floyd and then turn around, get out of prison. A free man, George Floyd, is in the cemetery. His family, his friends miss him, hurt for him. Their pain will never go away. Breonna Taylor's family, friends, the community, heck, the whole world upset about it. Come on. You know, it takes everybody to get this uh, sorted out. Well, that's just my humble opinion. And I could say a lot of ugly things, but it's not necessary. It's not necessary. We're all grown up. And everything is out in the open anyhow. It's not like um, people don't understand it. And speaking of good people, Houston police officer was killed. Let's make sure I've got a pop-up ad. I can't read with this pop-up ad on here. Houston officer killed while responding to domestic call. Sergeant Harold Preston, 65. Okay, the ads keep jumping up. Let's go back. Sergeant Harold Preston, 65, was two weeks away from retiring. This was published yesterday. Sergeant Harold Preston, was reportedly killed on Tuesday, October 20th in the line of duty. And now the city of Houston, where he worked, is mourning his death. The 65-year-old was responding to a domestic call at a Houston apartment complex Tuesday morning 
according to KHOU-TV. The 41-year-old veteran, the 41-year veteran was subsequently struck by several bullets after a suspect fired at him. He suffered multiple head wounds and was also shot in the spine. A second officer, Courtney Waller, was also shot during the call but is expected to make a full recovery. 51-year-old Elmer Manzano has been identified as the suspect. Houston Police Chief Art Acevedo told KHOU-TV that Manzano has a, quote, long criminal history, end quote, but did not name his prior offenses. Monsano, Manzano was also shot during the incident, expected to survive. During a press conference, Acevedo described Preston as a leader of the department, quote, as good as he was as a cop, he was a better human being. That is just the guy that he was, and we are going to miss him. End quote. Officers reportedly responded to a call from Manzano's estranged wife who called police because she was trying to move out of her apartment but was unable to get inside to gather her belongings while the officer spoke with the woman in the parking lot, her teenage son allegedly unlocked the door and found his father holding a gun. Manzano is being held without bond. It's unclear what charges he currently faces. There's nothing, nothing you can say Other than rest in power, Sergeant Preston, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. And may the uh, assassin, his killer, feel the full weight of the justice system. Yeah, Houston has has some serious, serious issues going on.